this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm I'm just existing still at this point. Here I am. I'm Evan. I'm a show that is apparently just all about city planning, I guess, and I'm Ronnie. If you can tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television show television television shows which have only lasted for a single season. I'm Our good at cat talking. Is playing with the blinds right now. I apologize for that tapping noise. Bramble. Bramble. Oh boy, God! What an intro. Um, <laughs> fuck. Well, you know what? 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 A, what a week! What a day! What yeah. a! What a time to be we'll, alive. We'll keep it. Yeah, leave it in there. This is relatable content. We're currently mm-hmm. covering FX's Terriers. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the first time you've gotten it right in the intro. I think you just pick a random series of letters sometimes. I uh, yeah, that's how I always do. Uh, FX's Terriers. Uh, episodes 11, 12, and 13, but before we get into that, I have a bit for us. I'm so ready for this bit. I'm so prepared. What's the bit? The bit is our cat is going to stop playing with the blinds. Can you Maybe? Go? Yeah, Just, I'll be right back. That's going to be a hard bit to, that's gonna be a hard oh, bit to accomplish so if I know one thing about kitty cats. All right, I'm back. I'm back in business. Uh, so the bit. The bit is, um, well, first off, I feel like my bits during Terriers have been a little rough, you know, they've been a little real, a little raw, and I think we could all use something a little more lighthearted. Sure. So I figured we'd talk about politics for this bit. I knew this was going to be oh, a double yeah. cross. I no, 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 never, yeah. never. I'm going to jump out this motherfucking window right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, if you could fill one of Joe Biden's cabinet positions with a character from one of the shows we have covered, what position would you fill in with which character? See, that's lighthearted. That's fun. That's fun. I feel like we need to make uh, Geralt of Rivia Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> you mean Roach? <laughs> He's he's got good transport. Uh, that this is a token position anyway. I feel like this is why they put Pete Buttigieg in it. No offense, Pete Buttigieg, uh, but no, I don't think. Can I, Evan? Evan, who do you think you are among all offense to Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Secretary of Transportation can't really fuck up that much. So, um, uh, Geralt of Rivia can have it. It's fine. What about you, Ronnie? Um, I would probably make uh Henry from Selfie, uh, uh like uh Chief Comms officer. Was that like, the Chicken uh, Nugget like kid? Press. No, it's uh uh John Cho. Oh, nice guy. Yeah, I love yeah, Henry him. Higgs from. Yeah, I would make him the press secretary, chief of communication, whatever. Just you know, good. I, I for a second I thought about uh Liza. Uh, mm. As like social media uh, team, but that's 
that's not good. That wouldn't be good for the country. That's basically we we probably had three or four of those in this past administration. It's true. It's true. Just people obsessed with fame and and uh, popularity, trying to get out there in the world. Yeah, I feel like we're doing exactly the Trump thing by just picking people we think are neat to be in the highest offices. Maybe you and Ronnie are. John Cho, yeah. John Cho's a goddamn treasure. I, I stand by. I think John Cho, the the actor, could probably do a fair job in the administration. I think he would try his best, certainly. He would be earnest about it, at least. What about you, Andy? So, uh, I'm going to say the character I'm picking first, and then I'm going to say the cabinet position. Uh, my character is uh, Eric Lencher, Magneto, the Master of Magnetism. Mm, oh, boy. And I'm picking him for a couple reasons. Reason one, he's the ruler of Genosha, so he's got experience. Uh, reason two, he wants... Kind of a downgrade on his part, isn't it? He once stripped George President George W. Bush naked on the White House lawn and uh, tried to assassinate him with an American flag. Uh, and reason three is, uh, I mean, back to that George W. Bush thing. If that doesn't qualify you for a position in cabinet later, then what does? Uh, and reason three is, uh, the, the, uh, he's, he's sexy. (laughs) I think he's attractive. Uh, so what's, what's his position? His position is president. Is that a cabinet position? No. Yeah, I can't. Ass- I mean, technically, the president is in the cabinet. Is the president in the cabinet? Okay, I guess, but that's they don't. The president does not get appointed by one person choosing them. Boy, I mean, in this hypothetical first, world, sure. First Jewish president, you gotta. That, that's historic. I appreciate his stance on Krakoa. I think he would be great. What about, uh, uh, what's his face? Black Bolt as, um... <laughs> I forgot about the Inhumans. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, I just had Black erased as, that as, from my memory. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, as, like, Department of Defense Chair or something. So he, he just, like, he's just the military now. And he, of course, never uses his power. So our military is just one guy. And it's just like, don't, don't, ooh, ooh. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to say something. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're just furiously texting. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. that show? Inhumans was like among the worst shows I've ever watched. I would pick it's that, that dude with a crossbow from Hawaii. Who's like, we once had a king. So I'll fight for your king. I'm going to pick that guy to be, uh, remember the, the chairman of the the second education, the human being who went through Terra Genesis and became a teleporting wall. Yeah. Remember the guy who became a dog, a dog, family pet, a a pet dog. Wow. Oh boy. That was a wild comic, but they, but they decided to make that a TV show. It was they a did bad, not have to do really that. Odd. It was a bad comic to begin with, and then it was a really bad TV show. Remember when Marvel Comics was like, what if we fuck over all of the cool X-Men characters because we want the Inhumans to be cool? And you can't possibly ever make the Inhumans cool. But they were like, we're going to make this great TV show, so we got to make the Inhumans cool now. 
Comics are a little bit weird because you, like, you, you can do whatever you want in comics because the whole the whole understanding with comics is that if there's something you don't like, you just ignore it. Yeah. There's 800 can, different lines of continuity in every comic series. You and can retcon anything. If there's something that's dumb, it just it, it doesn't exist. You, you just put blinders on and you ignore that part of the comics. But with a TV but show, Marvel does like fourteen all-encompassing storylines a mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and we have to pay attention to all. Like that's you're getting me back to some fun necessary videos at this point. Mm. I don't want to get into it, but Jiminy Crickets, let these writers write. Uh, uh, uh. Too many crossover events. Crossover events are bad. I heard Ten of Swords yeah. was good. I am actually looking forward to reading that when it comes out. In I did hear that was very good. And um that, and the whole the X Men shit right now is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very with, gay. Uh, All of it's gay. Age of Empire is it Age of Empire or Empire? Oh. Whatever. It's Empire with a Y. And oh, that's with where Hulkling. The, where Hulkling? Yeah, that that's a an element of that storyline, which is good. If it was just all gay, it'd be fine. But it's true. that's why that Young Avengers was what? good. Uh, so that was my bit. I hope you had fun. Magneto is president now. Yay! <laughs> I mean, wouldn't be the worst president we've ever had. Can't get worse. Yeah, can't get worse. Really can't. And again, his his uh his his he's got experience. He, he was ruler of Genosha. Mm. That worked out, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, sure. I want Tommy Donnelly, uh, in ch- in charge. <laughs> Of uh, health and human services. So Tommy Donnelly should have been transportation because he's good at boosting cars. I guess so. But he's jo- also an artist. Joey Ice Cream for education. Joey Ice Cream for secretary of education. He's just a storyteller, you know? It's all yeah. about being able to share your experiences. Um. The Black Donnelly's was great. You guys, you guys didn't Dogey? appreciate it. Is that was that a character? Doki, Doki, Doki. Yeah, it was Doki. He should be, he should be uh, the chairman of s- standing menacingly in the corner with a baseball bat. Hmm. He can, he could do that pretty good. Is Secretary of Black Defense Donnelly's a thing? Was not good. What uh, is Secretary of Defense a thing? Yes. Yeah. That's I guess what I was trying to say earlier. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make John Constantine Secretary of Defense. He's he's got a lot of warlock connections, I guess. And he he doesn't handle authority well, so I feel like he just wouldn't do anything, which is kind of what I want. Mm. Just stop, just stop with the 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 shit that we do everywhere, please, 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 America, please stop. No, we're getting too Send serious. You. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you want to talk Send about your the show? favorite fictional characters from Mending Pending and who they would be in Biden's cabinet to PendingCloud at gmail.com. Also, send it, send it to whitehouse.gov. Let them know. Yeah, you can go on right now to the White House uh, contact submission page and they ask your pronouns, oh. um, which is which is, you know, a small change, but an important one. And I don't want I don't want them to know that shit form. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I don't want to get put on some sort of fucking list. Oh, it's one of those weirdos yeah. with weird pronouns. Put them on a list. <laughs> I don't want that. Just make your name Doki Donnelly and yeah. we'll never find you. Doki's not a Donnelly. 
Can we talk about Terriers? Let's talk about Terriers. Let's talk about the show Terriers. I, know, we, we, I, I was promised there would be no more Black Donnelly's discussion. I have ever. never, ever promised that. All right, we watched, we, about we watched the last three episodes, episodes 11 and 12 and 13. They are entitled In Order, Sins of the Past, Quid Pro Quo, and Hail Mary. Episode 11, Sins of the Past, is a largely flashback episode where we learn how Hank um, uh, alienated his wife and lost his job and met Brit all in one incident, basically. One weekend. One, Yeah, just like how they did with Solo. You know, they whenever they do a flashback prequel story, they have to have make every event that happened in someone's life uh, happen at once over the course of several days. Uh, yeah, so uh, Hank, as we know, used to be a cop. The recurring character he who he goes for to for information a lot used to be his partner. Hank is an alcoholic, uh, and this was affecting his job. Uh, Britt used to be a petty criminal. Uh, Britt was basically falsely accused of having done some uh, rapes, and Hank insisted that he was innocent uh, and went on went rent real off the book to try to figure out who the actual rapist was, and he was like his partner called him out for being a drunk, and uh, another guy on the force framed him for having drugs or something like that, when in fact the other guy had the drugs, and also his wife had some kind of history where she knew this guy who uh, Hank believed was the rapist in these cases, and she didn't want to, uh, like, talk about it and bring it up again, and so he, like, invaded her privacy a lot about it. And, uh, that's how all of the events in Hank's life happened at once. Uh, and then there's a brief section in the present times where, uh, Brit tries to hunt down the guy that, uh, Kate has been cheating on him. Well, not has been. Cheated on him with once. And he, uh, like, makes a wrong guess about which guy it is. And so he beats up some random dude who's in her class. And Hank goes to him and is like, hey, you beat up the wrong uh, dude. And Britt's like, how do you know that? And Hank's like, oh, because we we talked. Kate and I talked about how she cheated on you. And I told her to lie to you for many weeks about it. And Britt understandably is pissed off. And tells him to get the fuck out. Um, so, yeah, that's back in the present times. Episode 12 is all back in the present times also. So, uh, the big bad of the series is this shady real estate developer, and, uh, Hank in this episode works with the, uh, reporter lady who he saved from the shady lawyer, and also he gets, like, connected again with his ex-wife's new husband, uh, Jay, I want to say Jared. Jason? Jason. Jason. 
who is an architect and is working for this uh, shady real estate developer. And they, working together, figure out that uh, the shady real estate developer is trying to buy up a big hunk of the town they live in to build an airport and is going to great lengths to do this shadily and conceal what he's actually doing. And, um... What's her name? Gretchen, uh, uh, Hank's ex-wife's husband gets killed by... Yeah, it was... It was set up to look like a random, uh, robbery, but he's essentially assassinated by the real estate developer people, uh, this guy, Jason. So this guy who Hank's ex-wife just recently married gets killed as part of this, uh, like investigation they're doing into this shady real estate company. And, um, Hank has to go tell his ex-wife about it. This guy Zeitlin, who we've been seeing a lot, he's uh he's he's just like a middle manager. The the big bad is the real estate developer who's buying up all this land and putting an airport on everything. This is like the main conflict. Um so anyway, episode 13, uh Hank gets framed for Jason's murder. Um then they figure out in in thir- episode 13 is when they figure out who the big bad is, who's been buying up all this land, this guy whose identity has been obscure this whole, like, series. Um, they... I forget exactly what the scheme is where they, uh, they stop him from building this airport in the town. Uh, they just kidnap him and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> They had some kind of, like, evidence, though, or something, and they were like, oh, we're gonna go to the press with this if you don't stop the thing, and, yeah, they, they, uh, beat up, uh, Zeitlin, who's the lawyer who's been antagonizing them this whole time, uh, and then Britt and Kate make up, and Britt decides he doesn't want to know the results of the paternity test that Kate got, which I don't think you can do, at that stage of pregnancy, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so Brit is like probably going to prison because he um, fucked up that guy real bad when he thought that uh, Kate had cheated on him with that guy. So he's probably going to prison for that. Um, and Hank, I believe, is still wanted for Jason's murder. So they're like, I guess we should skip town, I guess. And that's it. That's it. That's the whole show. That's all there ever was, yeah, folks. That's all there ever was. Um, Real fucking mess, if you ask me. Hey, Andy. That's me. That's you. This uh, mess of a fucking three episodes of this show, did they work for you? No. That's it. Ooh. Yep. Hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. 
this this just complete I'm not even saying see like I feel like I'm tipping my hand. I'm not saying it was bad. It was just a mess. And this mess, did this mess work for you? Um yeah, you're not being real subtle there, Ronnie, but uh no. Uh we're all on the same page, I think, here. No, they really didn't, which is a shame. Hey Ronnie. Hey yeah. Did you didn't say hey Ronnie. Oh, okay. Hey Ronnie. Hey Ronnie. Hey yeah. Hey yeah. Did these three shitty episodes <laughs> shitty <laughs> Why do you insist on doing this like call and response thing every time? I want to try and extend it as long as possible, but it did these episodes work for you, Ronnie? Oh, I haven't just did said they... it. Yeah, I just blew right past you. You were <laughs> causing a traffic jam. That so. didn't work for me. Yeah. But Ronnie, did these three episodes of NBC's Terriers work for you? Not NBC, but of good Fox, try. Fox and Friends and Terriers. It's FX, but Fox and it. I want like I was here's so here's the thing. This this is caveated by the fact that I watched. I watched the finale. The finale I didn't love. I honestly was thinking with eleven and twelve that I was like, huh. This show kind of turned it around a little bit, if not, like, took the scraps that episode 11 and 12 had and tried to make, you know, scrap Ratatouille or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I also watched the finale today uh, amidst having, um, this isn't too personal, uh, back-to-back panic attacks, uh, which may have, like, uh, colored my viewing of it a little bit, but... Uh, it was a mess. It, 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 the stakes were not nearly as high as they had telegraphed the whole time. This, this did, this ended with a flop. It did not work for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had three big complaints because overall, I, I, I think these three episodes were better than the last four that we had watched. Agreed. Yes. But there were Absolutely. three, Absolutely. three big plot decisions that, I, like, can't get over. I was very tempted to say that these, like, almost were okay. But yeah, then I think yeah, about... Me too, me too. But then I think of, like, those three things, and I'm like, I can't. I can't give it a works for me. The only thing that, like, I... I mean, I didn't... Like, like I said, I did not dislike episodes 11 and 12. Episode 13, like, it just, like, fell with a whimper uh, more than anything. The only thing that I kind of liked, and here's a little bit of that classic Ronnie headcanon, that classic Ronnie writing the script that the uh, writers never actually wrote. Um, So episode 11, big flashback town. Um, The show, you know, shows Hank losing control, you know, uh, falling into alcohol addiction. And, you know, he has no filter. He has no, you know, hold, holding himself back. He just does whatever. He's very impulsive, wears his heart on his sleeve, is wrong about a bunch of stuff. It's not as if he's just like, no, he's just telling it like it is. Like, he's wrong and bad. Um, and the way that I was trying to, like, what it, what it seemed like to me was the conclusion of Hank's past 
is what led Hank to be the person he is, where he confronts a situation like Kate is in with having to tell Brit about this, you know, one night stand with somebody else. And he says, you know, no, like in, I, I have learned that keeping things close to the breast and not, you know, letting everyone in on everything, that's what works best. Um, I think it's a, again, that, that, that may be like a real stretch, but my take was that the show was like the conclusion that Hank drew from being so boisterous and out there was that that didn't work for him. And so now he has totally flipped the script, gone to the other extreme. Um, and you know, he's just living alone and living lies. So it seems like it works for him when in reality, it just hurts the people around him more. Um, I, I don't know that I'm explaining that super well, but like that, that is like what I pulled for. I was trying to be like, well, you know, it, it didn't do him any good back then, but you know, Hank back then and Hank today are fairly different in the way they go about sharing information with the people close to them. So I, it does seem like a little bit of a polar opposite there. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I would consider that a plausible interpretation if that had carried through to like other aspects of Hank's right. life, you know, but the way I read it, as far as uh, Hank telling Kate to to hide this affair, I shouldn't call it an affair. It was one this one night stand uh, that seemed like a really isolated incident of him behaving that way, like having that specific opinion that like he can't you can't tell anybody anything. You gotta just hold it all in, hold all your shit in. Uh, that just seemed like an isolated thing, and it really felt manufactured for some drama because they didn't know what to do with Kate and Britt, honestly. No, abs- I mean, I mean, that is that is my other thing. Like this definitely feels like the last four episodes were already written, already shot. Mm-hmm. And then somebody came in, was like, "Ooh, this this really sucks, huh? How do we like make this make sense? How do we like end this any kind of logically? Um is what it felt like because it definitely there were a lot of things that felt like dead ends that felt like the writers were trying to write them into roundabouts um but that they were playing you know with uh with bad bats out there yeah the thing about brit and kate in particular is that i felt like we went through all of that for nothing because yeah we arrived at the exact same place we started where they have a you know a good relationship they've they've been through some stuff in the past they they are honest with each other now and they uh you know they're committed to each other and they probably want to get married and start a family i feel like that's exactly where they were in episode one and that's exactly where we arrived in episode 13 except that now kate also happens to be pregnant and Britt will be in jail well, my... yeah, but in terms of their, like, emotional growth, I really don't think... It's not like Brit was struggling with jealousy and this one-night stand taught him something about how he loves his girlfriend in spite of anything else, or it's not like... I just don't... Like, there was no point to it. There was no point to this whole, like, the bar- cheating the barrier between The barrier between Kate and Brit being together was was always Brit was mm-hmm. always uh, Brit either like self-sabotaging or being in jail. 
and that in the real world makes a difference for the show and writing purposes. It's 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 the same thing. They yeah. can't be married because he's in jail. Like, my, Eddie, what's, your, what's your big what's your big three? My big three. One of them is that Brit and Kate end up together because Kate should not forgive him for assaulting her classmate and nearly beating him to death. Yeah, that's also a thing. When when I, when that ha- when that happens, girl, you you leave. I agree. I just like the way that they like worked out that rationale was like, you know, like the way her, her words were, uh, which like, we'll get into like a lot around this, this Gavin kid. Um, but like her words were like, I just don't trust anyone who could do that to somebody. And it's like, I get it. Like I, 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 just say like that is far too violent and far too volatile to like be around my life and my future child. Like she like paints this picture of like her not knowing who Brit is and that he is kind of a, a you know, a good guy, but like that's his job is like being the muscle in these situations. Like it just felt disingenuous to like the fact that they know each other so well and had communicated so well up until this point that she's just like, I don't even know who you are. And it's like, well, he's, he's, he's a tough guy. Like that's, that's kind of like the thing. Yeah. He has done a lot of crimes in the past. Do you think he's never beat anybody up before? And and you could be a changed person, but just like the idea that she was just like, I just don't know who you are. It's like, that's not true. You know who it is. But the fact that you were super violent and like, and like out of control, that's not okay. Like, I don't know. It just, it just that, the again, the entire relationship after Brit finds out about everything just feels super disingenuous and doesn't really make sense, really. Not with what they had established in the first few episodes. No. Um, my second thing is the, uh, the killing of Jason. Yeah. I don't think the show should have killed Jason. I thought the most interesting aspect of Hank and, is what is that Gretchen Hank and Gretchen's relationship was like this Jason aspect where Jason was like this really understanding guy who like was bending over backwards to be a good dude to Gretchen's ex-husband I thought that was really interesting and the show took uh giant shit all over that uh a few episodes ago but then just like murdering Jason I felt like was them trying to tie up a loose end that I don't think they should have tied up. Yeah, I don't feel like they know what to do with Jason either. Like, they wrote this sort of, like, weird limbo, which was interesting, and then they didn't know how to resolve it. You know, where Mm -hmm. Hank was still attached to his wife, and his wife was in love with this other guy, and this other guy was really nice and wanted to be friends with him. So they had this strange, like, dynamic, which was good and cool. We all liked that. We were like, oh, this is really from an interpersonal perspective, this is an interesting story that they're telling here about these three people like trying to make their lives work around each other. Um and then they just kind of blew it up because <laughs> they didn't know how to continue spinning those three plates. So the sh- the show makes the mistake of thinking that we are still rooting for Hank at the end. Yeah. Which we and, are like, not. want him to be with Gretchen where it's which like we're not a we're not rooting for Hank and we're certainly not rooting for Hank and Gretchen. 
Like, like what the fuck is the matter with you? Uh, that brings us perfectly into my final point, which is if I am correctly understanding why Gretchen and Hank broke up in the first place, Gretchen should never, ever talk to Hank ever again. And I'm not sure if I fully understood what was happening in the, uh, I was going to say time travel episode. It was time travel. <laughs> the, uh, the flashback episode. I was kind of like making breakfast while I was watching it. So I might've like missed some deets, but if I'm understanding why Gretchen and Hank broke up in the first place, she should never ever give him the time of day ever again. And I can't believe the show like had that be the reason. For, for reference for, I guess both you Andy and for the listener, um, the flashback deals with, a kind of a frat dude guy who Hank believes to be uh, the serial rapist. It's the, the Evan talked about in the intro of like Hank going off the book and doing things that are out of line to try and catch this guy. Um, and that guy happens to be an ex-boyfriend of Gretchen's. Uh, and when Hank finds that out is when he kind of goes into like turbo mode of like trying to prove that like, this guy's the worst. He gets brought in and it turns out that the serial rapist suspect was in a car accident. And, uh, when they went in his trunk, they found like a rape kit and they believed that Hank drove this guy off the road to cause the accident. So that way his trunk would be looked at and they believe he planted the evidence and Hank, uh, was blackout drunk and does not honestly remember if he did it or not, but he like says he's innocent, but it turns out that it was this other cop who did it all and that he was trying to set Hank up to look like he framed the guy, etc. Yeah. And so Hank, uh, goes after and like really interrogates the ex-boyfriend of Gretchen. Um, and it, well, he, uh, he, like, gets in Gretchen's face and is, like, trying to yeah. get her to come forward that he's yeah, a rapist. She, she, well, he... Or, like, that he, that this ex, like, raped her. And yeah, she's, like, that's whenever, the... Whenever Hank asks about it, she's just, like, yeah, I had, like, we had a, a bad, like, relationship. We had a bad history together, and I really don't want to talk about it. And I, Hank keeps insisting that she accuse this guy of rape. And it doesn't... I don't know if she ever clarified, but it doesn't seem like he did rape her. It just seems like they had a bad, like, relationship, and she is, like, kind of avoiding, like, talking about it just because it was, like, a real unpleasant memory for her. Uh, and Hank keeps insisting that she accuse this guy of rape basically to, like, help his case. And, like, insinuating that she's a coward and yeah. shit. And it's it's real gross. He's also belligerently drunk the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, I don't want to say he was yelling, but maybe he was, he, he was very heated. Oh, he was yeah. totally yelling. And like it, the entire thing is, uh, really not great. And if, uh, yeah, I get why she left him and she should not talk to him anymore because he's a bad dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the whole, <clears throat> the, the issue with the flashback is that I think it's trying to make the point that like, oh, look at how things have changed. Look at how people have grown. 
And it's like, this is fresh off the heels of Hank doing all the stuff with the Jason investigation. And crashing his wife's wedding. Yeah. Crashing his wife's wedding that he was, he was asked not to attend. Uh, doing all the shit with Brit and, and Kate and sneaking behind both of those backs. Like, it would, like, the dichotomy would hit so harder, so much harder, if, like, Hank, if, if, about past Hank being a real shitbag, if present Hank also wasn't a pretty big shitbag, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, it's just like, you're a different, you're, you're a, you're a civilian shitbag now instead of a cop shitbag, which I will say is better, but not much. Yeah, I genuinely really miss the uh, uh, sort of petty, inconsequential crime of the week thing that they were doing right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, a, a big problem I had with this series of episodes is that the big bad they were trying to set up, I just didn't really care about. I didn't really right. care. So, yes, uh, bulldozing a neighborhood and putting a lot of people out of their homes and, like, f- for real estate greed reasons, like, yes, that's evil and bad. That's the thing that I wish didn't happen, but it's sort of evil and bad in the, like, bland, systemic way that I am used to. And it just didn't feel it, it. The threat did not have a lot of weight because it sucked. Like, yeah, oh, it's really shitty that this dude's buying up this property specifically to like bulldoze these this like low income area and build an airport there. But like, I just uh, am not engaged urgently with the like hero villain dichotomy there where some dude is going to stop stop well, here's the th- here's the thing like ocean beach like well let's let's assume that everything that happens like in an office building or in like a skyscraper that's happening in San Diego proper mm-hmm. in ocean beach itself we see Hank's house we see the diner um we see Brit's apartment like we we don't until we meet this councilman who's like, this is my Hamlet. This is, I've been working hard to keep people out here. We have no reason to give a shit about this little town that they live in. They go to the beach occasionally mm-hmm. and it looks like a real, like it, it's a California beach. It does not look like super low income or, or, you know, uh, marginalized communities making their, making their, their home there. And even the, the suburb that Hank lives in is like pretty nice. All we see are his like well-to-do like gardening neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have no reason to give a shit about this town and that they want to bulldoze it. And so other than the fact that Brit and Hank live there to that point, Ronnie, we don't care about Hank's friend who died either that he's like trying to avenge. Yes. And they've done this fake out like twice now where the dude who we thought was responsible for the murder was the... I'm blanking on everyone's fucking names now, but the first fucky shitty real estate dude, Landis, Landis. And then we were like, Oh, Landis is like, it wasn't me. It was Zeitlin. It was this lawyer. So then Zeitlin was the main villain for the next five episodes after Landis was the villain for three. And then the very final episode, they're like, Oh no, Zeitlin, 
was just working for this other guy. And it's this other guy, Cutshaw, now. And it's like you can't introduce the actual main villain in the last five minutes of the last fucking episode and expect us to give a shit. And they're bland villains also. They're doing, sure, they're doing shitty stuff. But I don't know, maybe I'm just a, like, desensitized to this type of shitty uh, rich person nonsense. It's a Scooby-Doo villain. It's a real estate scheme. Yeah, but it's like... It's not even that interesting, though. Yeah, exactly. It's This is not a, a, you know, engaging villainous scheme. It's just like, we're going to build an airport. That's the big scheme. We're going to build an airport. Like, oh. It it just, it it is so, like, I assumed there must be something else. Mm -hmm. Like, they have gone through all these hoops, mentioned, like, scientific reports that were forged, and now... They're like, you know, tanking on this green development and killing people in cold blood in like the liquor store mm-hmm. to keep a secret at bay and hiring this like dirty attorney just to build an air. Like, I don't I don't also, care. I'm I'm OK with uh, villains being like small scale, but even a small scale villain, you would hope they would be more interesting than a real estate developer. And also, if you're going to have small-scale villains, have them be episodic villains. I don't need a big bad at the end. I don't need this to pull a supernatural and suddenly become cosmic and interconnected and philosophical. The stakes can be small and we'll still care. Yeah. Just make us care. Yeah, as long as we're convinced we should care. Right. And, like, if they're going to start doing flashback episodes, maybe do some flashbacks to Hank's relationship with this guy who died. That he's, yeah. like, doing all of this to avenge. Because I don't remember his fucking name. I don't remember his relationship to Hank. I don't know why we're supposed to care that he's dead. They killed him in, like, what, the first episode? And then, like, that's it? They, now we, Hank they is, literally have not mentioned this guy's name since episode three. Hank is and just going on this crusade we, now? Yeah. We, we, we hear the name Mickey Gosney in the, like, previously on Terriers. And we're supposed to be like, ah, aha. Now I remember it. I, they're going to close this very crucial and important loop that like it, the show hasn't cared about. So why should I? It's rough. It's, a, it's such a shame it, it too, because it, it seems like the first several episodes of this show were so well thought out. Like somebody worked hard on the first several yeah. episodes of the show. And then they were just like, I don't know. Fuck it. And just like, it's like they were writing the last several episodes, uh, like fly by night style, you know, just like in in their house, sort of between shots. Like they had the first three planned out really, really well. Maybe the first, even like four or five. But after that, it was just like, uh, I don't know, making it up as we go along. Just just roll with it. Ryan Johnson did an episode. Like, yeah. there was talent involved here. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and as much as, as shit I've, as I've been giving Hank, like, Domhnall Gleeson did great. Britt's actor did great. Like, every everyone in this show does a fine job. It's just that, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's not... I, it seems like they wanted to make a show, and they were doing a good job, and it was something new, it was something original. It was like a buddy cop, but, like, against the cops, and, like, kind of 
a little like, oh, these these guys are, are real close. Are they, you know, they make some like gay jokes that are, you know, maybe in poor taste, but still like is like, oh, maybe they maybe there's something more to this relationship. Maybe they're like closer than friends. And then it just seems like they were like, OK, well, we're going to do soap opera dynamics and crime procedural dynamics. And we're just going to like really, really go hard on like Hank being the worst person in the world. And it's like you you have no idea what made your first three episodes so successful. You clearly have no idea because you completely flipped everything on its head almost immediately. Like, I, 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 I don't I don't know, like how to to bring it back because you just like you, you pulled the carpet out from under the whole thing. And what you had was good. Like, it's one of those rare like how like. It was kind of a, an all over the place pilot a little bit, but how many times have we had a pilot like this? Like the pilot was very good. It was. It was very competently written. It was very cohesive. It made sense. There, there was a lot. Usually, going even on, on but good shows, all... we have a pilot that's we have a pilot that sucks, and then mm -hmm. the show kind of redeems itself. Where it's like, this is like you have something good. Why are you? I understand there has to be conflict. I understand there has to be like dynamic elements to the plot. But why are you? completely changing everything from like what worked so well. And there was stuff that I did think worked in these final three episodes. There were, there were aspects of it that I did enjoy. Um, but yeah, it, this show was going to need a lot to redeem itself after that very special transgender episode. And boy, howdy uh, did yeah. it not make up for that shit at all. Um, I do feel like this show will feel like Terra Nova does, where I can't really remember what I disliked about Terra Nova. I just remember the, the dinosaurs, and I liked that, uh, like, badass uh, revolutionary woman who was, like, riding motorcycles and, like, like using the dinos to fight people and that, that like, PTSD-fueled general guy, like, they were doing some weird archaeology in the woods. That was neat. There were some neat symbols. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I feel like, you know, in a few months when we watch a bunch of other shitty shows, because uh, that's what we do here, I'm going to look back on Terriers and be like, oh, like, I liked, uh, I liked uh, the, the mystery boys and the, the crime boys, and they were solving crimes together. Like, that was neat. Well, the, the, the difference between Terriers and Terra Nova um, other than like just the last four letters of the the word, is that you remember the good parts of Terra Nova because the show itself made you focus on the least interesting part of Terra Nova. Everything happening in the margins of Terra Nova was awesome. That's true. With this revolutionary, with this like you know people in the woods like un uncovering like relics and stuff, and we're forced to focus on like angsty teen and Doctor Mom and 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 copped it like that was the worst whereas with this show we're going to remember the first three or four episodes and then just nothing after that yep. because it's not as if like stuff happening around the, the the main characters was good the whole show just like completely deteriorated this show is at the top of any if you look up any list of best shows that only lasted a single season this show is always in the top five every single list terriers is up there and uh, one, I don't think it deserves to be, uh, but two, I, I think it's that effect of once you get further removed from 
a show that only lasted a single season, you tend to just remember the good shit. Yeah, that's that's how all nostalgia works. Uh, positive memories have more staying power than negative memories. So, tell that to my PTSD. Well, I mean, yeah, there there are exceptions, uh, like obviously, but in general, for most people. This is why you remember your vacation very fondly, but not the shitty plane trip that you had to take to get there or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, it just, it, 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 it just fired on all cylinders. Like, all of a sudden, it was very messy. The reason that we are, like, so confused about, like, so wait, the, the muscle and the nega hank and the lawyer... And the developer is just like, I, it, it, it's messy because the show has like no interest in like really clarifying what is going on. And because they're building up to a big reveal that is, again, just like a whimper, just like not at all interesting. And so it's like, there's no, there is nothing positive here to reflect on at the end of the season. Can so, I, can I also like, say that the three dudes who they, have be the, the revealed to be the main villain literally play the same characters in everything. They are always like skeevy bad guy businessmen. Yeah. Uh, who like maybe fuck your wife and to have th- literally three separate characters played by actors who always play that part. And each time reveal that like, no, I'm actually working for this other guy. What right. the fuck? You think we're going to be able to keep any of them straight? Right. And also, just make them all the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> look, save some money on your casting bill and and cut this whole, like, arc down to three episodes. Bada bing. Wow. Yeah, Ronnie, you done fixed the whole show. Maybe not the whole show, but uh, a, a large well, problem with it. At least episode. I mean, take out your, your uh, transphobia episode your 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 hateful uh transgender episode and like that one right out first half of the season surely um the other thing that just really bugged me was like the whole um time uh flashback thing was like it because everything is just like it's a small world you know between like hank's ex-wife and brit and the guy who like almost raped kate but a Brit stopped it. Like it just reduces Gretchen and Kate to these like gears in the plot machine that, that kept it going. And like, it didn't have to do that. Like we already cared about Gretchen. We already cared about Kate. Was that probably more than we cared about? Huh? Was that Kate that Brit rescued? I just thought it was like a random woman. That, that is what I took it to be because Brit, um, talks about earlier in the season how he broke into Kate's house before he uh, met her. Um, yeah, but what's his name knew about that, right? Brit's, who's that? Like, Brit's old friend, Brit's old criminal friend. Yes. Yeah, but we didn't know that he was around for this crime, was he? Was he the driver that Brit mentioned, like, left him behind? Yeah, I think I think that's the case because Hank says you need to get a new partner or whatever. Yeah, and okay. like that, the only partner we have. It just it it. I think that's what they are getting at because it is a very like solo kind of like everything happened in one weekend. Like, um, regardless, it's just like 
all of these characters, these these characters, Gretchen and, and, and Kate, that we care about are reduced to here's how they became the men they are today because of these events based around these women. And it's like you like most shows do that. And most movies do that just like as part of origin setting. But like you went back and retcon that in like you retrofitted that in like why we already cared about these people. Why did you have to make them just like boosters for these difficult men? It feels real weird that they would use Kate is dating a potential rapist and Hank is mad about it twice. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Like if I you mean. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time Terriers had Gretchen date a potential rapist and Hank be mad about it, I'd only have 10 cents, but that still feels like <laughs> a, lot, a lot. But sense. it's weird that it's happened to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know what that's about. It, I mean, that just seems like it's, it's lazy writing because yeah, it, it does seem like, it does seem like they, twice. they didn't realize that they wrote that storyline twice. Hmm. Hmm. Or, or when Hank is confronting Gretchen about this, it, there's an easy way to be like, this is exactly what you did before to where mm. we're like, Ooh, what was that? What was to make, like, give us any reason to care about this flashback. And it, and it would still suck because it's like kind of a lame, you know, plot point, but like have the characters react to it in real time and not like, I don't know. I, I well, the second time she could have been like, are you drinking again? Like, yeah. like you're, you're doing this weird, my, my, my other partner is a rapist thing. Are you drunk as fuck again? Yeah. It's like poetry guys. Yeah. It rhymes. <laughs> Thanks George. <laughs> also, I got so pissed off that like the, the way that they showed that we were in the past was that instead of the cigarette holder, that Gustafson, the, the cop, has in his mouth, he constantly has a cigarette in his mouth, as if that's how people who smoke cigarettes, like, walk around their workplace, is just like, yeah, I've got an unlet cigarette in my mouth, so you know this is in the past. Hank has a beanie now or something? Yeah, I yeah. was fully expecting that he would be clean-shaven, like, I was fully expecting they would've, you know, if, if you're planning to do a flashback episode, you uh, either do it first or do it last so that that way you can have your uh, main actor have a different haircut or, you know, shave their face or whatever. But no, he looks exactly the same. There's no mm -hmm. visual. It, well, it wasn't a long time ago. Well, sure, but yeah. I thought that just as a as a visual as cue that they'd film it either before or after the other episodes so that he could, sh like, shave his beard or something, you know. But Just to give a visual indicator. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like think time, time has passed. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's so much potential. Like, honestly, like I, I agree. I will probably look back on it fondly as like, yeah, this, this had like some really good steps. There were good, good doggos in it. Um, at first, I think at one point they tried to name their group after a dog. Um, it just, it just. Even I, I just I can't even give it the benefit of saying like, oh, well, if only it was a season two, it would have really got like it just whimpered like it just completely. You know, went out with a snuff. If and, if you remember having really liked this show. I don't think you're 
wrong because I do feel like when we get further removed from it and watch a bunch more shows, I'll likely remember the good parts. But this show sucked. I didn't like it. I mean, yeah. that's I, I I will I will I will not speak objectively, but I didn't like it. Um, I'll speak objectively. Though. I did, I did, and then I very much didn't. Yeah, just, just like it, and that 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 was that is not because of my like issues or anything. It is because like it just fell apart because it got sloppy, it got confusing, it got convoluted, and they expected us to care about things that the show never pointed to as a thing we should care about. I used to like sing the little theme song as I was getting ready to watch it. Like I was so excited. You love this theme song. I'm pretty sure you have mentioned on every single episode how much you once enjoyed this theme song. It's, it's a good I, theme song. I, I was it's real catchy. excited to watch this show. I was like, finally, ending pending, we're doing like a show that I can really be excited and like look forward to watching, which isn't frequently the case on this podcast. Because uh, it turns out that shows that only got a single season usually suck. And that's why they only got a single season. Uh, which, God, our whole podcast now is ruined uh we solved it um but <laughs> yeah this this turned to ash in my mouth the theme song would come on and i'd be like fuck you theme song i don't want to watch more of the show i still bopped along to it no it's a good theme song <laughs> it's a good it song it's a real good song it makes me want to palate cleanser of going to watch Domhnall Gleeson be good. Domhnall Gleeson, it's not fucking Domhnall Gleeson. What's his name? Donal Logue. <laughs> it wants me to go watch Star Wars so I can see General Hux being good in something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, it's 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 just uh, disappointing. Disappointing to say the least. Hey, Ronnie. Um, hey, yeah. I think it's your pick next. Fuck. <laughs> um stay tuned to Twitter because <laughs> you'll <laughs> because I have not picked yet. I have not I've not thought about that yet. Um because because you live in the same world that I do and boy howdy. Um maybe you're lucky and you don't live in the same country that I do. But but you're aware. You're 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 plugged into to this dumpster fire. Shit's been bad. Um shit's been bad. Shit might be getting better, but it's just a cleaner like less on fire dumpster kind of mm-hmm. we just um, hosed it out real quick exactly mm-hmm. got the got the raccoons that were living in the in the corner out we banged on it the raccoons have nowhere to live to startle the yeah yeah startle the wildlife you know i'll i'll uh i have some ideas i think and i will i will uh you know keep keep an eye on the twitter keep an eye on the instagram and we will make our uh make our uh decision known there um, but it'll be, God, I want it to be something at least fun. Yeah. We need a silly show. Real silly, good nonsense energy. Silly nonsense or just good. Yeah. Genuinely good. Genuinely we good here. would be great, but, uh, there's not. <laughs> As we've Clearly proven, there's not a lot of genuinely good one-season shows. I mean, I guess the people who make TV are right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the industry has always been 100%, and if you disagree, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, worship um, worship the capitalists. They know what they're doing. Right. 
there there if a this show is, a, is going on this is a meritocracy and we get what we should get and our opinions don't matter supernatural is the greatest show that's ever been because it got so many seasons yeah obviously uh, guns gun smoke real good um yeah. smallville Smallville, Smallville. Smallville deserved all ten seasons. Like, when the when the Who. when the when the capitalists tell you that show is bad, they're correct and you're wrong. Except for Kings. You hear that, you mm-hmm. bloody capitalists? You won. Mm-hmm. You win. We admit it. We've been beaten down by capitalism and bad TV. So anyway, continue watching our po- listening to our podcast because it's a fun hoot and holler. Of a good time in this uh, desolate wasteland that is uh, 2021 America. Um, follow us on Twitter. That's at PendingPod. Follow us on Instagram at EndingPending. Follow us on Facebook at EndingPod. Send us an email, PendingPod at gmail.com. Tell us who you want to be part of your ending pending Biden cabinet. Um, and why Magneto is, is the ideal choice for president. Magneto for president. That's our new sign-off. Magneto was right. Magneto for president. I want to move to Krakoa. Everyone wants to move to Krakoa. Paradise, baby.